0: What time is it?
1: It's island time. Yeah, everybody. What time is it? There's no time like island time. Nobody is ahead. Nobody's behind. Everything.
2: I got my shakers going from the campus of Baldwin-Wallace University in Berea, Ohio on the north coast of America. It is the Island Time radio show, Trap Rock Music on the radio. DK, Dennis King on duty. How's everybody doing tonight? And it's one of my favorite shows of the year, actually. We do this in the, we've been doing this the last couple of summers. We're still going to do Trap Rock tonight, but we're also going to mix in a little bit of Yacht Rock. And a little bit of Partridge Family. It's going to be it's gonna be an odd mix, but it can only happen on this show, I'll tell you what. And in the house, my special guest for, I think, the third or fourth year in a row. Yeah.
3: Maybe yeah. five. Maybe five. I'm thinking, well, 2016 the book came out, so four plus. Oh. We did a couple specials. We did a couple specials. Yeah.
2: Welcome back to the show. This is author Johnny Ray Miller of the great book, When We're Singing the... Uh, The Bible of Partridge Family (laughs) Information. Uh, I love it. I'm happy to be here.
3: Uh, I can't believe this has become a habit here. Uh, Let's keep it going. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Johnny. How you been doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. You know, just hiding away like everybody else. (laughs)
2: Yeah. He was telling me he still has his uh, COVID haircut.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a haircut since February. Since
2: February. Yeah, it's not pretty. So, Johnny's starting to look a little like David. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't I wish. (laughs) Well, welcome back to the show. It's going to be a fun one. We're going to mix it all up tonight, like I said. And uh, for any of you folks who remember the Parch Family, you remember those records? I mean, I remember them so well. I played them over and over and over until they started to skip. And then I got used to the skips. (laughs) <laughs> and I yeah. knew this is where the skip was going to be. So when I finally got him on CD years later, I was like, whoa, the skip's gone. Do you still hear it, though, in your head? Kind
3: of, yeah. You know, Albuquerque on my album skipped yep. for years, and I still hear it. I well, still hear it. We're
2: going to hear it right now. I love it. Because that's how we start starting the show. I love that. <laughs> From the first album way back in 1970, the Partridge family point me in the direction of Albuquerque. And then we're going to do a little bit of Yacht Rock and a little bit of shrap Rock. Thanks so much for tuning in tonight to Island Time.
4: Downtown, feeling mighty good, and I noticed from the corner how all alone she stood underneath the lamplight—an angel in disguise, lonely little runaway with teardrops in her eyes. little rag doll Her hair was wild and tossed And I put my arm around her Cause I knew that she was lost She didn't seem to notice That anyone was near Till suddenly she turned to me And whispered in my ear
5: live once so go ahead have you some fun drinking rum in the sun holding hands with the one that you love because she loved all your blues away I was walking down a Floridian beach saw an old man with no shoes on his feet he was wearing a shirt a shirt kind of day Well I went home and I wrote me a song about a so right that it couldn't be wrong All I'm gonna tell you is all I'm gonna say It's time for no worries.
2: That is Joe Downing, You Only Live Once, YOLO. Brand new song from Joe. He's, uh, I think he's, I think he's from Florida. I'm not 100% positive. I know he plays down there a lot. Before that, we had Orleans with a classic, 1976. Dance with me and starting things off tonight, The Fabulous Partridge Family.
3: <laughs> yeah, come on, get happy.
2: Featuring David Cassidy and Shirley Jones. That's right. Yeah. We, we just We're sitting here thinking... We should have got Shirley calling. Yeah. That would have been fun. That would have been a blast. <laughs> a blast. Why did we think of it now? I don't know. Anyway, Great ideas. Maybe next year. Yeah. All right. We'll see. We also, we're trying to get Danny Bonaducci on the show. We've been trying to do that for a couple of years. Yeah.
3: But, Some of you guys out there who tweet with him, go
2: after him. Yeah. Tell him to call us. Yeah. <laughs> I tried a little Twitter action earlier. And, uh, but you never know. We might you be, never know. We might be surprised. We'll see how that goes. But we're going to play a little bit of Yacht Rock, a little bit of Trap Rock, a little Partridge Family, a little David. I know Johnny Ray Miller, the author of this great book by the way, and it's still available from where your website? Yeah, when we're singing.com. You have a, a terrific fan base and I want to welcome. We have all these listeners that tune in on this show. Oh, that's great to hear. So Finn's up to you. Now to the Partridge uh, the fanatics of, you know, I'm a fanatic of the Beach Boys oh, I and I know it. of fans of other groups. What, do they have a name, you know, like Parrot Heads? Or? <laughs> parrot Heads, yeah. What
3: are we, gang? Uh What are we? Uh Partridge, partridge Nerds. I don't know. Partridge Nerds. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a good one. That's probably not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Birds in a Pear
2: Tree? Uh, birds uh, in a Pear Tree. we got to uh, think of something good.
3: Yeah, that's a, that's right. a tough one.
2: A couple things i got to tell you about. First of all, the Ozarks Trap Rock event that we've been promoting for the last several uh weeks. It's still happening. But they reduced the number they're going to let register uh, due to the uh, fears and concerns of what's going on right now. Yeah. So it's sold out today. So uh, right. I guess we won't be running the promo for that one. But uh. it is sold out, and it's still going to happen as of right now, August 10th or 13th, something like that, at the Margaritaville in the Ozarks. It is island time on the sting. WBWCDK on duty. Our website is itrshow.com, itrshow.com. We have encores on Beachfront Radio, Shore Life Radio, uh, Surf 97, and Radio A1A all week long. And you can find all those details at itrshow.com. We also have a, bod- a podcast that is available on Wednesdays every week. So look for that if you can't stay up with us late tonight or if you're you find yourself nodding off right about now. Make sure you check out that podcast. We got Johnny Ray Miller in the house. Johnny, how you doing, my friend? I'm wide awake and ready to go. Johnny is like me. He's a night person. Yeah. So, so we're, we're going to talk partridge all night long. Is it a blessing or a curse, <laughs> you know? Sometimes it's a blessing, you know. I know how that goes. I <laughs> know. Oh, yeah. Depends on the situation. That's true. Now, you uh you've got this great book. It's out there. But you told me you're already working on a few others. We can't really talk about much of the other stuff, but... What, yeah. what what
3: can you tell? The one I can talk about is um, I'm co-writing a book with Henry Diltz, wow. uh, David Cassidy's personal photographer. And if you're familiar with um, music of that era, um, he's a legendary rock and roll photographer yes who uh, did many, many, many album covers and traveled the world with David Cassidy on his on several of his tours. Um, And together, we are going to put together a coffee table book featuring all of his uh, photos of David. Wow. Um, Many of them never before seen. So we've been working on that. And um, no date set, but, uh, you know, plunging forward.
2: That picture that I uh, grabbed and posted on our Island Time page tonight with David playing on the beach there? Oh, yeah. That's That's a a Henry Dilt shot. That's a Henry Dilt shot, yeah. yeah. That's a great shot.
3: In fact, Henry has made... um, X number of shots available for purchase, signed uh, shots. Okay. And that's one of them, and it's actually one of the most popular ones. Okay. It's a great picture of him.
2: I, For some reason, when I heard that name over the years, I always just thought he was like David's photographer. And then I found out, oh, he he did everybody. Yeah, I, he did, man. He, uh, the Doors, I think. The Doors one is one of covers? his most famous uh, yeah. shots
3: is yeah. the cover of the, the Morrison Hotel cover. Right, that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, he uh, photographed. Oh man, you name them—the mamas and the papas, um, uh, Judy Collins. Uh, he did a lot of things for America, uh, the Eagles, pretty much all those rock and roll bands that were part of um, you know that era of the late '60s. He was right there, living um, in right. what is that section called? I, I'm drawing a blank here. You know, California, um, real popular section for the musicians. Uh, who all hung out in the
2: '60s? He you lived mean, Laurel Canyon. That's, oh, Laurel Canyon. Okay. Yeah, there was I a was movie saying. that just came out about that whole thing. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So he lived there, and he was friends with all of them, and um, he uh, he took so many pictures that that his whole career just kind of blossomed around that time. And so he was flying home one day. Uh, from overseas and he got a call from a magazine called Tiger Beat and they wanted to assign him to a new TV show called The Partridge Family Wow! so he went down to the set and when David realized who he was and that he was part of the scene that David really wanted to be part of um, they just started talking and talking and instant friends Okay. and so yeah they were friends his whole life he was one of the ones that
2: traveled the whole path with him so to speak now your book uh, isn't just just about the show. You definitely reference the show a lot in the book, but the main focus is the music. Yeah. And David, when he first uh, got this show, he was a uh, basically a, a hippie uh, yeah. partying with his friends, and, <laughs> yeah, and loving like hard rock music, like Deep Purple and Jimi Hendrix and all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, you know, he's just looking for some acting gigs, and, he, and all of a sudden he's in the show with his stepmom, right, and he doesn't even realize the image that's being created. And, and the next thing you know, he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I've become this. What just happened. This, yeah. Char- this character. Yeah. But, this, but the music, for fans of it like ourselves, you know, that grew up with it, we it, he does, I don't, We always wanted to say, do you realize how good it is? But right. It just wasn't his bag, and he felt yeah. like he was out of place at the beginning.
3: Yeah, and, you know, the the whole thing about the teen magazines and the image, it's it's got a double-edged kind of um, you know label to it yeah uh it really did a lot to market him into the stratosphere for all of the young girls that followed him and read those magazines but on the flip side he had this music and how it was being marketed um wasn't it didn't do its credibility to what the music actually was and i think even to this day we're trying to show people right right what this music is that the wrecking crew worked on this and uh some of the greatest vocalists and songwriters, they all worked on these records. And then you have David, who had this a shockingly, amazingly wonderful voice. Complex, you know, and robust, and
2: um, one of those voices that's instantly recognizable the second you hear it. When they hired him for the show, they had no idea he could sing, because they already had a studio guy, like, singing lead on half of the tracks on the first album. And the pilot, yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're like... Oh hey, wait a second, what do we got here? This guy can sing too? Yeah. That was amazing. And, you know, the producer who came on to
3: produce the records uh, is the one who really discovered David. Wes Farrell um, knew what he was looking for. He wanted a teen idol out of this, this whole gig, and he had his eye on David right away. And uh, one of my favorite stories that I told in the book was Bob Claver, the executive producer of the show, yes. told me that many people think that, you know, uh, David jumped out there real quick. And and went and approached Wes Farrell and wanted to sing, but he said that it was a lot longer, uh, a lot of, a lot of time lapsed from the shooting of the pilot to the pilot getting picked up and the shooting of the actual series before David finally plunged. Um, and Bob Claver told me that his reaction was, "What have you been waiting for?" Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Wow. Crazy. Great stuff. There's all kinds of detail like that, and uh, you go song by song of the entire catalog how many parched family albums was there there were eight studio albums eight. and two hits albums so 10 in all okay and that includes the christmas
3: yes that includes uh, the christmas album
2: and i think everything is now available from the Parge family on cd nowadays yes well caveat
3: Die Hard fans oh right right, right everybody right. wants those unreleased songs and there's a lot of them
2: you don't realize that till you start watching the show again. You're yeah. like, "Wow, oh, that was never on an album." There's that, about that 35
3: one. unreleased songs out there, wow. and uh, I'm amazed at at this point that they haven't found their way to release. The fans want them, and uh, and have not been shy about it. You know, they've been after uh, Sony, who now owns the rights to put those songs out for a long time, but so far, uh, still nothing.
2: Would the quality be good if they did release them? Do we know? Or? Uh,
3: well, you know, they would remaster them. Um, yeah, but I mean, are they finished product? I mean, it's not... They are. I've heard some of them. Okay. And, uh, I mean, they used
2: them on the show, so they must have been pretty good. Yeah, most,
3: yeah, of yeah. The, most of the show versions that you hear ha- usually have a missing verse. Oh, really? um, Yeah, so, you know, if you hear the full song, the, usually the missing verse is included. And uh, they're great songs, you know? They're right up there with all the other songs that were released for the Partridge family. Um it's just that they would be fresh to the ears of the fans if if they were oh, made yeah. available. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, it would be weird, too, to be like kind of introduced because I, I know some of those songs from the show, but you didn't listen to them like you did those albums, so they would still be kind of new to us, so even us old-timers. You know, yeah, oh, yeah, there, so. I think so, for sure. Let's see if that happens. All right, let's do some yacht rock, uh, Johnny. Let's get on the uh, yacht. All and, right. Uh, here's a classic from uh, Christopher Cross, and Michael McDonald sings on this one. And uh, I was kidding uh, the other day. I said I think Michael McDonald sang background on every song that was a hit in 1980. You know, there's a David Cassidy connection with him too. Really? Yeah. With Michael McDonald.
3: Yeah, his David's third solo album, Dreams Are Nothing More Than Wishes. Yeah. Michael McDonald
2: um, is a songwriter on there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's not. Does he sing on it? Or he no? played on it, too, he but played? no, he didn't sing. Wow. yeah, well, He was probably just getting started, I yep, would imagine. that but was 1973. It. All right, let's check it out. Christopher Cross and Ride Like the Wind. This is a live take on Island Time Yacht Rock Partridge Family Special tonight. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Celebrating our 20th anniversary of being on Island Time. It's the Island Time radio show on 88.3 The Sting.
2: All right, that is Hall and Oates. You know that group, right? Daryl Hall and John. Oates. Oh yeah, yep.
3: Those are that's from my high school days.
2: Now everybody remembers Private Eyes and Kiss on My List yeah. and Maneater and all that stuff. That is probably my favorite Hall and Oates song right there. It's, that was it's, a great song. It's a laugh. I think it came out in like seventy seven, seventy eight, and it was before they uh, they got that eighties th- video thing going on. It yeah. was all before that, and they had some. They had some. I mean, even even those I love. You know, you know I never down, liked videos. You never liked videos.
3: No, I remember going around to pick my friends up uh, because we were, you know, off on an adventure, and I was the driver. And by the time the MTV broke and the videos were out, I'd have to sit in the house and wait for them to be done watching videos. I'd be like, "Come on, let's go! Oh, okay. Come on, let's go!" No, I want to see this video. Right? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I had a friend in college. He, he did not have MTV, and he wanted it go spend the weekend at my house because he knew I had MTV. <laughs> yeah. And that's all he did. Oh. The whole weekend. We watched oh, videos. would have made me crazy. <laughs> well, it was a fun period. It was a fun period. Yeah, And when you think about it, the Parches family were the original videos. That's true. That is um, true. And the Monk, well, the monkeys are probably the original videos, but yeah. those uh, romps they did, The what they call those funny things where you'd hear the song and there'd be all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, I love Monkees. that stuff the on Parches, the monkeys. The family did a little bit of that. Did movie. a little bit of that, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially in the early shows. Mm-hmm. We, we, there's so many ways we can talk about it. Like, why was the bus always in the show in the first couple of years, and then it disappeared? Kind of. I mean, it was still there. I know the answer to that, actually. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah. We're going to cover this band, David Cassidy song here after this break. There was a song banned, and it's kind of a funny thing. In 2020, to talk about it is kind of funny.
3: I know. To think that the song was banned is kind of... <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. funny stuff. Had a good time on our Yacht Rock Partridge Family uh, annual special with Johnny Ray Miller in the house, the author of the definitive Partridge Family <laughs> book called we I mean, uh, "When We're Singing." <laughs> How did I forget that? <laughs> "When We're Singing." Now know. that real quick—that's a reference to the original theme of the show in the first season. It was "When We're Singing." It was the yeah. same song as "Come On Get Happy," but, but different they lyrics. They changed it to "Come On Get Happy" later on. Yeah. All right, we're going to talk about this song here. Um, get it up for love yeah it's the name of this song yeah by david cassidy tell us where it was banned and how did this happen this was
3: a song on david got a contract to do three albums with rca right after the close of the partridge family and this was on one of those albums and um i believe it was released maybe as a single oh uh, the fans are going to come after me if i don't get this right uh, over in england anyway i think it was banned uh because of the title Get it up for love. And uh, in today's world, yeah. it
2: seems pretty harmless, doesn't it? But it, it never it had much ground in America, so we'll don't. we, we we'll never know if it would have gotten We'll never here. know, yeah. Maybe in Boston or something. Right. Everything was banned in Boston. So. I
3: remember David uh, doing an interview once and talking about that song and saying, you know, I did this recording of I Write the Songs, and they opted to put the single Get It Up for Love out instead, <laughs> and he thought it was a big mistake.
2: That's a whole other story, which we've referenced a few times. There's we could have we could do an hour on I write the song easily. All all the different angles about what happened with that song, but uh, all right, let's do get it up for love and see how uh, crazily offended our listeners are to this. (laughs) And uh, this was from uh, which album? The higher they climb. Yeah, is that the name of the album? Yeah, higher climb. David Cassidy solo, get it up for love, everybody on island time tonight. (laughs)
7: gonna be
8: Banana rum From a big old pickle jar And when the tourists come to town Well, he does all right Takes the next two weeks off Just to see if the fish will bite And he says life is good Living down island sun keeps smiling on Time moves slow There's not much to do here But you can beat the view here by the sea Living in a postcard Desi lived here on the island All is life Where the water's a cartoon shade of blue And the sand is sugar white when the cruise ship tender comes in, he's there to receive it. He says, I can get you anything you need, and if I can't, then you don't need it. He said, life is good, living down on island, the sun keeps smiling on me, the time But you can't beat the view here by the sea. Just a simple... the Caribbean till he found the perfect spot Then his wife said Hey honey, I kinda like it here where it's hot So he sold the boat and now they're living down in Montserrat He said Life is good Living down island, the island Sun keeps smiling on Much to do here, but you can't beat the view here by the sea. Just a simple man with a picture-perfect plan. car I was living in a post car'm living in a
9: postcard.
10: car my bring me some buffet. I'm in the mood get away so pour me a vacation I need to leave here right away. I want to get down by the ocean. If it's only in my mind, take me out to paradise. If only for tonight, and leave it all behind. It's Friday night here in a big town. It's old routine as dust to bore. The same old songs and lines and stories. That other week before, I wanna hear about the islands, about pirates and rum. Don't wanna think about tomorrow. But it's not until tomorrow comes. My mate, bring me some buffet I'm in the mood to get away. So pour me a vacation. I need to leave here right away. I want to get down by the ocean. If it's only in my mind, take me out to paradise. If only for tonight, can leave it all, all behind. behind. made to save me to put me on my coastal trail cause I've been landlocked here for so long it's high time I set sail you know I can't afford the airfare so put umbrellas in my drink We'll sail away to Margaritaville pray that this boat don't sink. If I may blame me some Buffett I'm in the mood to get away So pour me a vacation I need to leave here right away I want to get down by the ocean If it's only in my mind Take me out to paradise If only for tonight Leave it all behind Take me out to paradise and only for tonight you leave it all behind
2: That's our buddies, The Detentions, right there with Pour Me a Vacation. That is featured on their uh, one of their most recent albums. I don't know the title. There's no title on it. I guess it's just <laughs> called The Detentions. Before that, we had Living in a Postcard. That is by request for uh, our friends Marilyn and uh, Troy Williams. And they are swimming in a pool somewhere. I think in Vegas. I think that's what she said. And I uh, wanted to hear that one before they get kicked out of the pool. And I think we made it by the cutoff on that one. Living in a Postcard, Donnie Brewer. And let's see, brand new music from Erica Sunshine Lee. Single for the summer. And, you know, I'm just a radio guy. I think about music all the time. When I saw that title, I thought, oh, that means like a single, like a single record. Now, she means I don't want to be tied down during the summertime. <laughs> is what she's talking oh, about. Oh, wow, the times have changed. <laughs> That is uh, Brand New from Erica. And let's see, David Cassidy was in there with Get It Up, Get It Up for Love. Yeah. And Starland Vocal Band, number one song in 1976, Afternoon Delight. I guess that had a little bit of controversy. I I can imagine. (laughs) Attached to it also. (laughs) I can imagine. But if you've ever heard the original story, how they, they came up with that song, they were at an ice cream store. And they saw the big sign and said, after into the late. And they said, hmm, that could be a song. Oh, you're kidding. But I actually, didn't know that. That's how it actually came was from. I, I did not know that. On a Sunday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, real quick, uh. we want to cover a couple things. You uh, said that you know the story. of If you're a Partridge Family fan and you watch, the bus is all over the place. In season one, two, yeah. two I think. I mean, room one. It was one especially. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're always on the bus. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it gets to three and four, especially four. And the bus is like parked (laughs) by the house and you see an occasional shot of it, (laughs) but they're never on the fricking bus. What, what happened?
3: So, (laughs) yeah. Okay. So the first season, um, was very much the original concept of the show, this family that's out on the road. And so, uh, most of those episodes from the first season, um, are them out somewhere, you know, doing a concert. It's the story about them doing concerts on the road. So they're always out there on the bus. um, but the show itself uh it didn't um a lot of people think you know it just was went flew up the you know it went to number one and it was renewed right away. that's not the case. Right. The music went to number one and was hot right away, but the show took a long time to get going and so um when season two came, the producers decided that it might be a better thing it might be more relatable if they take the show and focus it more in the house, more suburban. Um, okay. Like the, the average suburban family who goes out and sings, which is why all the traveling kind of was reduced. And when I talked to Dave Madden about this, he thought it was a big mistake. He said. Uh, I agree. Yeah. He said yeah, he, he didn't like it. He thought that uh, it was better in in season one.
2: It, it took away the whole fun of the excitement of the show, I thought. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, Being on the road, right? Know, yeah. We've talked about this too. I almost, I, I don't want to say I hate season four, but I, Really, not a big fan of season four. Oh, I like season four. Really? Yeah, I do. Some of my favorite episodes. Are... Really? Yeah. There's some. Then there are some good ones in four. I'm not saying they're all bad, but there are some I was telling. oh my god. <laughs> yeah, awful. there are, there
3: are a few really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, skunks. Yeah,
2: yeah. But the music is what really got us into it, and uh, like we say, the songwriting was was top notch. The musicians were amazing, and uh, David just did a great job. And those Baylor singers, the the Baylor
3: John and Tom Baylor, yeah, they were yeah. fantastic Amazing. vocalists. Two of the most, you know, prominent, sought after vocalists in of that time to work on albums, working on commercials, working on all kinds of things, movies. Um, and those two guys really knew what they were doing. By the time they got to the Partridge Family, and that was part of the perfect timing of the Partridge Family. Yes, uh, was how very ready those Baylor brothers were.
2: Fantastic, and you've. I was, he's telling me all these people he, he has now come to know. Like, you know Shirley Jones really well now. You know, you know uh, the Baylor brothers.
3: Well, you know, thank God. It's you because, know um, you know, it's because of their support in the book. Right. And, uh, but this and has
2: really opened a lot of avenues. Yeah,
3: it has. Yeah. Uh, going out there and meeting the people, meeting the fans, and doing the conventions um, has been a blast. And yeah. unfortunately,
2: with COVID, all of it's just dead right. stopped. But um,
3: yeah, yeah, it's been fun.
2: We and we talked about all the uh, stars from the past that you've met, uh, Parker Stevenson, and <laughs> yeah, the guy from Land of the Lost, and yeah,
3: you know, these conventions are just filled with celebrities, and yeah. so uh, you know, you get a chance to walk around and talk to them, and um, and there, there's, there's so much fun. I mean, yeah. you can really tell why some of these guys were stars because they have this appeal and and this ability to um you know just make you feel like you're the only one they know and they're talking to you they they have all this charisma david had that you know and uh yeah those conventions are a lot of fun that way
7: welcome to another hour of trap rock right here on island time on wbwc maria
1: Take
11: it! (laughs)
12: Another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The they'll sailors say, they'll say brandy. Okay.
1: to say there's nothing like a sunny nothing like a sunny nothing like a sunny day
2: That is Mac McAnally of the Coral Reefer Band, Jimmy Buffett, of course. Jimmy Buffett's band. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, this is uh, nothing like a sunny day from a few years ago. We also have the classic from the Partridge Family. This is one of my favorites, Johnny. Echo Valley, two six eight oh nine. Great song, Rupert Holmes. Rupert Holmes wrote the song. He became a little more famous for a the Pina Colada song. Pina right? Colada I love song. that song. That's from my
3: high school era. I
2: love, I love that one also. Yeah. But the story I always remember about him writing Echo Valley was he said, "I could finally take my girlfriend to dinner because I had some money."
3: <laughs> that's great. <laughs> when Echo Valley. Came yeah, on. that's great.
2: It's a great song. It's well produced. Great lyrics. One of those phone number songs, just like. Yeah. Jenny, 8267, what was it? Yeah, it? I, yeah I know which one you mean. <laughs> 8, 6, 7, 5, there it is. There it is, yeah. Tequila Sunrise was in there by the Eagles. Now, we had a request from our uh, promotional girl, Linda, for that uh, take it to the limit, and I misplaced it. I'm going to look for that one, Linda, so uh, stand by for that. We also had Brandy Looking Glass also by request for Linda tonight on our Trap Rock, Yacht Rock, Partridge Family crazy show tonight we're going to take a very quick break when we come back uh, chris and danny are going to check in from key west i'm not sure if we're going to talk about beer tonight like we normally do this is such a crazy situation in florida right now with all the bars being yeah closed and this and that i think they they mainly want to just kind of give an update of what's going on in key west so we're going to talk to yeah. them a little bit and we'll talk to Johnny Moore. we got more Partridge David stuff coming up. It's all tonight on Island Time. All right, we'll talk to Chris and Danny here in a minute. But right now, Westside Steve, our buddy from right here uh, from Norton, Ohio, pretty close to where we're at here up on the North Coast. he has And he always comes here every St. Patrick's Day. He's got a brand-new uh, album, just came out, called Great Wishes. Westside Steve Simmons. This is a track from the album. It is Sandy... And the Beaver Canal, which is a true place, he told me the story when he was here on Island Time tonight, West Side Steve.) <laughs>
0: for beer chat. That's where it's at. It's time for beer chat. That's where it's at. You got your pilsner and your lager and your Belgian ale. You got your porter and your lambic and your wheat and pale ale. You got your double and your triple IPA and your stout. Chris Reed will tell you what it's all about. You got your dark beer and your light beer and your amber too. Now that you know just what you're gonna do. Belly up to the bar. And order a beer. Chris will help you choose one for the entire year. It's
2: time for beer chat. All right, thank you, Robin Stone. We're going down to Key West, Florida. And we're gonna talk a little bit about beer and a little bit about what's going on in uh, Florida land right now. What's going on Chris and Danny? <laughs> Actually
13: uh, we gotta correct you on that. Florida is north of here.
2: <laughs> You're not in Florida.
6: Unfortunately, they're coming down here.
2: <laughs> oh, they're
6: invading. You're in the yeah. Cock
2: Republic. We're
6: right. in the Cock yeah. Republic. But Florida has been invading, I believe.
13: Yeah, in we, effect. yeah. They had a roadblock up here, uh, up uh, a little bit north of Key Largo. I think it was about a dozen miles north of Key Largo, and that was in effect for what, a couple of months. Yeah, and then they they opened it up about a month ago. June first. There you go. Uh, and. Uh, we knew the numbers would go up, but they're really up, so we'll see what happens. Uh, they closed the bars, though. They closed the bars in the whole state, which we have... Shh, don't tell them that we're not part of the state, because they give us money. But
2: <laughs> okay.
13: They, uh, we, have, we have to follow some of their rules, and uh, the, the, all the any place that's a bar, a, a standalone bar, they don't serve food or anything, uh, they are now closed, so... You can go into a restaurant and order a meal. And the restaurants, I believe, have to be 51% of their total
11: has, has
13: to be from food. Yeah. But you can go into a restaurant and order some hamburgers or something and get get a beer or get a mixed drink or something like that. Yeah.
2: Okay, so you, you can get a drink. It's just a little more...
13: Yeah, you just have to eat something with
2: it. Oh, I see. Okay, so you guys are still playing live and stuff?
13: Yeah, we've... Uh, We've been pretty fortunate, um, and you know it's it's like a day by day thing. It's not like we're sent for life.
14: Right. Uh,
13: but we had a good week this week. We uh, two friends hired us three days in a row, uh, which was a godsend. Uh, and then today, I, I was I, I had a text message from a guy named Terry Cassidy. Who, Terry's been here for I don't know forty years. And he's been a musician.
14: Origi-
2: originally so from here, be, by the, the way. way What's that? Terry is originally from Cleveland, by the way. I've met him once.
11: Oh, I did not oh, know that. Okay.
13: Yeah, I did not yeah, yeah. know that. Yeah, he's great. He, he's a wonderful guy and we've known him for a while, but this oh, is the first pitch. time this is the first time he's ever asked us or asked me to play with him. So okay. um we went up there and it was a real it was fun because it was such a challenge because Terry has all these different arrangements. He's a marvelous musician. but he has a lot of arrangements of songs that you know and they're different. You know you recognize the song just how it's Put together. Okay. It was something that I had to, like, be focused on. It was not like I could just, you know, like with the shandy Hounds. I know the song's like the back of my hand. I could just lay back and, you know, think about something while we're in the middle of the song. I couldn't do that tonight. I had to be right on my toes. Yeah, the it was in the Terry Cassidy style.
14: Okay. Yeah, it was great.
6: Okay. um <laughs> uh, we need to address the fact that we are drinking the Stone IPA. That's right. Which is a
13: nice, uh, you know, go to beer. Really. Yeah. We're drinking the Stone IPA. It's, uh, Uh, It's out of the southern part of California If I'm not mistaken It's in the general uh, suburbs of San Diego And it's a This beer, it's an IPA And they've been making it since 1997 Uh, So it's 23 years old now Um, And it has 6.9% ABV And 71 uh, units of bitterness Uh, So it's it's a quintessential IPA. It really is really excellent. And it's just on the cusp. I mean, just a little... You know, if it had another number, it would be uh, an Imperial IPA. It would be oh, really? 7%. Yeah.
2: I see that Stone. I see it in the stores, but I've never tried it. I sh- would IPA be the one you'd recommend?
13: Oh, Stone IPA is a great yeah. IPA. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's, the thing it, is, it's really good. It's clean. It, yeah, it's very clean, and it's also... Um, they use a lot of barley in it, so that kind of knocks off all the the high-tense the high bitterness. It's a really well-balanced beer.
2: Okay. Sounds good.
13: And they have a lot of other good beers,
6: too. Yeah, they're a good brewery. They're, they're yeah. a good brewery. Uh, they, have some, they have a lot of pretty
13: hefty beers.
2: Yeah. yeah. Hefty beers. All right. Yeah,
13: well, like big, big beers. They have a lot of big beers. I think big beers means like a lot of alcohol. Yeah.
2: <laughs> By the way, guys, say hello to our special guest tonight. Johnny Ray Miller is in the house. Say hi again. Hey, hey how, are how are you?
3: Come happy. Yeah, right on. Get
13: <laughs> yeah, right on. me back in time and give me a date with, with Susan Day.
3: I'll work on that. <laughs> I'll work on that. <laughs> she's the only one I couldn't get, you know, for to interview for the book. She just never talks partridge. So, yeah, <laughs> she's a tough one to get. Yeah, oh,
13: man. Yeah, no. She was probably more of the L.A. lot type of
2: now, Danny. <laughs> now, Danny. Were you a uh, David fan? What was
13: that?
2: Were you a David Cassidy fan back in the day? Oh
6: yeah, I thought he was. I thought
2: he was really cute. <laughs> uh oh, she's from that Tiger Beat group, right? Yeah. Oh, I used
6: to get Tiger Beat. You know, <laughs> I like I like David. I
13: like the uh,
2: I like the I like Sean. Sean later on, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
13: What about Danny Bonaduce? <laughs>
2: We're trying to we're trying yeah. to we're trying to get him to call in. I, I te- oh, that'd be great! I te- oh, I text, that would be really awesome. I texted his he, wife, but,
14: but...
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a DJ out in Seattle. Yeah, he does a morning show. That's might be a problem. So but... yeah, I've
6: seen him a lot on those uh, those, those shows on uh, True TV or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are crazy? And I think he used to have a like a TV show where it
2: was
13: like like a morning show like on tv yeah it was on it was on the internet maybe that's the same thing i'm not
2: sure we we were just talking
3: about it. yeah we were just talking about that he had this talk show that was really short-lived and his um his pilot kickoff was a partridge family reunion (laughs) and actually dennis and i were just talking it's the last time we remember susan day um you know calling in and participating in anything partridge
2: was on that show Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. There was one funny moment of that show, too, Johnny, where uh, I don't want to get off the topic here too far, but uh, he was talking to Dave Madden, who played Reuben Okay. Yeah. and Danny was remembering the episodes, you know, like we do as yeah, fans. Yeah. You know, he remembers every little detail. And he goes, don't you remember we were, uh, you know, we had to get on the bus and we had to go over here, and Reuben looks at him and goes, that was 40 years ago. <laughs> 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 yeah. I do not remember that. And now it's 50
3: I years like, ago. vaguely
6: one episode where he had like a headdress on, like an Indian, like, right, like the Indians had done something to it. Tr-
3: I couldn't remember. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Right. Yeah, right. there was an episode, yeah, yeah right.
2: about, yeah, the an <laughs> Indian reservation. But there was also where, where they would always make sure Ruben was embarrassed because he, he was supposed to show <laughs> up for a surprise party, a costume party. Oh, right, yes. And, and nobody would tell him that there wasn't a costume party. They, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. So, he was always a guest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like what? Right.
3: <laughs> he was the greatest guy to talk to. His uh, the interview I did with him for my book was so entertaining that I just put it in the book as a special feature and kept it word for word in interview form because he was so funny. Yeah, he's a funny guy. That's
13: great Yeah, yeah. Now, here, here's a question for you and it's, it's it's kind of a borderline sad question, but you know, we're talking 40 years
2: right.
13: or more, 50 um, yeah. yeah. How, how many of these
2: folks are still with us? We got yeah. We got Danny. We got Brian Forster, who played the second Chris, and the first Chris is still around. Still Jeremy Gelbich, yeah, and Shirley Jones, of course. And Shirley Jones. Oh yeah,
13: Shirley Jones. Oh, she was Fantastic. great. Yeah. yeah.
2: John, Johnny is personal friends with her. Oh, she's a lovely lady. He talks to her a lot. Yeah. Big
3: uh, biggest supporter of mine uh, of the book. She really loved the book, and uh, man, she's just a gem.
2: Fantastic. That's good news.
6: That's fabulous. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. good to know. I used to. Yeah,
6: that was, that was a very inspiring, you know, that show, I, I used to love that show because uh, my, my cousin, my brother and I would get together and we would pretend to be a band and okay. we would like, Yeah. we would try and sing songs at the radio and <laughs> pretend to be musicians and stuff.
3: When I was we little, did. we had this shed that was, it was like a lean-to on our garage and uh-huh. uh, we would get up there. Kids of the neighborhood, and we would do partridge family concerts. And of course, you know, my parents were the (laughs) only ones to attend. But (laughs) but it was a blast, and I and I still have pictures of it. I did similar things.
2: Yeah, I did similar (laughs) things. And I want
13: here's another question I have for you. Yes. Um, Are you guys familiar at all with uh, Ken Casey and the electric Kool Aid acid test?
2: (laughs) No, a a little bit. Yes, I've I've read some. Okay, this
13: took place. This took place in the, you know, you may know Ken Kesey as a, he was an author, he passed away, I don't know, I guess around 20 years ago, but he was an author, and uh, what they did is they they had this psychedelic bus, (laughs) and they drove from California to New York and then back again, and it was, this is like in like 64, 65, and the whole thing was like they're doing acid and stuff like that on the bus, and this bus was all psychedelically painted and they had, I think somebody made a movie about it. And yeah, they later did, on. Yeah. And then, But then the, the bus went on to Ken Kesey's yard, and they just kind of, like, drove it into the... into the. There was a little forest there. They drove it into the forest and then left it there for 40 years. And like, people are coming back looking for it. They're like, this is the bus, this is the bus. <laughs> so I'm wondering... Oh, and they actually made a second bus to, to, to replace that one. But I'm wondering, does the bus on... Uh, the Partridge family still exists,
14: you
3: know? Now, you know what? You could get me talking for about two hours on this subject because uh, I did a whole lengthy thing about the bus. Um, There was... It's quite a story, and it's quite quite a... It took its own little twists along the way. For years and years, it was misdocumented and remembered wrong as a 1957 Chevrolet Superior. Here it turns out it's a 1955 and uh so all the documentation had been wrong through the years there were sightings of it supposedly uh sitting at this taco stand even the producers remember (laughs) it after the show all the way through the 80s so here it was a duplicate bus that they had painted for bell records to go out and do local promotions in california for i think i love you so that was that bus the real bus they painted, oh, over, uh, they painted it over. They painted it over for and had it, it. It showed up on a show called Apple's Way, painted white, and then it showed okay. up the last time anyone has ever seen it. It's funny you talk about the psychedelic bus. Was Helter Skelter the 1976 movie as the Manson bus, the Partridge Family bus? Oh, became God. the Manson bus. <laughs> That's right. Oh geez, That's that right.
6: seems kind of tragic it's
3: just so messed up yeah isn't it and nobody's nobody knows what happened to that bus so that's sort of the end of that's where the story ends
2: as of now (laughs) but once you read johnny's book you you will know if it's a real bus or not because that uh, the one that was on the show had a very unique front to it yeah and johnny has a whole chapter a whole chapter chapter. on the making of that bus it's amazing yes that's incredible that's
6: fabulous
3: The crazy thing about know. that bus was that the the make and model of the bus is actually almost as rare as the bus itself um, the right. make the make and model was only done for four months in 1955 so it's believed there were maybe only ever about 1500 of those right.
2: uh, types bus ever made. Wow. And if, uh, wow. We could talk about the bus all night. I could. The uh, what, I know. What should have happened is that should have been saved and put in the Smithsonian. Yes. But nobody had any foresight yeah. in 1975 or whatever. I you know. know. So what a shame. What a loss. All right, guys. you got It's any?
6: happened to many, many shows and movies that th-
13: things have been lost or, or painted over yeah. and they should have been kept.
2: Yeah. yeah
13: another, another, I was, so, so, there's a, one of the things I subscribe to on YouTube. There's this guy who follows... He, the funny thing is, he's probably in his 30s, but he follows all these old TV shows. And he, one of the things he was trying to find recently was the Gilligan's Island Gilligan car. Oh, You know that little tiki car?
2: I think and I nobody know. Nobody knows what happened to wow. it. Wow. It.
13: Whatever happened to it. So that's a wow. shame. Wow. The same thing, you know?
2: Yeah, if they had these things, they would, they would be Smithsonian material. Absolutely. Yeah, they would be. <laughs> so, All right. You guys got anything else from Key West?
13: We're just drinking.
2: Well, um, <laughs> stone, stone IPA.
6: <laughs> I just wanted to say that uh, you know we we, uh, we we have gigs and they, they come and go and um, because uh, it's always it's constantly changing atmosphere. Um, we we did pick up a regular gig now at Two Friends on Saturday nights from seven to ten. Cool. And uh, that's always broadcast live on KeithLive.com. So yeah, that's did. pretty cool. Uh, so we're we're really grateful to Two Friends for having us in there. Doing that because uh, the
13: other two gigs that we had kind of dropped off the map. <laughs> okay, back. Okay. We'll, see. we'll see how long this lasts, you know. In other it's, it's, nobody can predict it. And everyone's right. like it's like riding a fucking bronco—you don't know where it's going to go right.
3: next. Yeah, there. that's so true. Everything changes so quickly.
2: Well, the plan right—especially now. <laughs> yeah. The plan right now, guys, is for us to still be coming there in November. I got my room now, so we're all set. so We'll see how. See how oh, go. good.
13: Okay. So you remember our offer, right, Dennis?
2: Yeah, the uh, tutu? Okay. Or What is it? The futon. Futon. Uh,
13: yeah, in the extra room. But if, if your other one falls apart, let us know, and we'll be, we'll be a room.
2: You
6: can
13: get a free tutu with your time.
2: Beautiful. <laughs> that, that's my backup plan. I love it. <laughs>
13: I, I, I'm not looking forward to seeing him coming down the stairs.
2: With a <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. Thanks so much.
13: Uh, and we're going to do another beer thing while you're here.
2: Yes, I can't wait. I hope we can do that. Yeah. Without masks, that'd be nice. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right.
13: drink
2: a beer with the That's right. That is true. Feds up, Danny and Chris. Thanks for calling in. up. Feds up. Talk to Feds you guys soon.
13: You. And thanks so much for the Partridge family. That was
2: fascinating. <laughs> oh, well, it was fun. Great talking to well, you Oh, there's a lot more behind that, uh, beyond that, Chris. All right, Feds up to you. Chris and Danny from uh, Key West, Florida. We got Johnny Ray Miller in the house. We're going to play... Um, let's let's do it right now. This, this song was uh, an, a bonus track or an extra track on David Cassidy's very first solo album, Cherish.
3: Yeah, it was an outtake, right? It was uh, on the B-side of a the, single.
2: It was the B-side of Cherish, mm-hmm. which was the association song that that they redid. And uh, I love this first album. It was still kind of the Partridge producers were involved and blah, blah, blah. But uh, the song was a little bit risque for David in 1971 because it said, all I want to do is touch you. Mm-hmm. Meaning that... He wanted to maybe go beyond kissing with the with the girl, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this was a little crazy. Yeah, it would have
3: been rough for Tiger Beat to, you know, put that one out there. Right? I,
2: I distinctly, because I used to play B side back in the, when we were yeah. kids. We had time to play B side That's so true. And I still say my heard my sister say, "He said all I want to do is touch you, <laughs>
3: <laughs> David
2: Cassidy." He you. would never say that. He would never say. that. <laughs> So let's check it out. It's funny because when this came out on this release, there was a box set that came out with all this, well, some of his solo albums last fall, uh, Christmas. Yeah. And when I got a hold of this thing, I was like, I have not heard this song since 1971. I've heard yeah. too. All I want to do is touch you. David Cassidy on Island Time Tonight. Johnny Ray Miller in the house. Check it out, folks. <laughs>
11: tie you down I just want to know that you're nearby No, you don't have to hang around if you're thinking about leaving me, just try I don't want to make you
15: It's the time that I spend alone Sailing on the cool and bright clear water There's lots of those friendly people They're showing me ways to go But I never want to lose their inspiration feeling When you're out on the sea alone time that I spend alone Sailing on the cool and bright clear water It's kind of a special feeling Out on the sea alone Staring at the full moon Like a
2: from a brand new album from James Taylor called Standards. I love uh, when contemporary artists just break open the American uh, songbook of standard songs and do and do them, you know, and uh, that's Teach Me Tonight, a great one there. He also does Moon River on this thing and sitting down, you're rocking the boat, all kinds of great stuff. JT and Teach Me Tonight, a classic. On I- we're all over the place tonight. I'll tell <laughs> you, romantic. Uh, we're just doing all kinds of things. Cool Change, Little River Band was in there. And all I want to do is touch you. David Cassidy from 1971. (laughs) Hope you're enjoying the show tonight, folks. We still got a whole nother hour to go. Johnny Ray Miller in the house. I'm
16: only half drunk If you were thinking of pouring more wine It's only midnight And I got nothing Nothing but time Is it half empty Or half full This glass of mine I'm only half wrong If you were thinking About staying this time It's only midnight Nothing, nothing but time
17: In a trip, wears a low heart shirt on weekend nights. His flippy flies to make it right in the parking lot. He's a flamingo flirt with coconut crawl in his brass skirt. They try to relate, they just saw the ain't no stopping a trip, want him to be a, a tripod.
2: My request tonight, that is the Eagles' Take It to the Limit. Before that, we had Tropaholic from Johnny Rustler and the Beach Bum Band, brand new from them, their new uh, release, is what I'm trying to say. And Jimmy Buffett, also brand new music, Half Drunk. That is from his new one called Life on the Flip Side. DK on duty, Dennis King. It is Island Time Radio tonight. We got Johnny Ray Miller in the house, Johnny.
3: Hey, hey, what's up? Going
2: over there. Now, if you're a David Partridge fan, you're going to enjoy this next uh, segment we're going to do here in a minute. Uh, yeah, we this had...
3: was a surprise coming. This song doesn't get played too often.
2: All right, we'll save the surprise. We'll talk about it. Uh, you have, like I said, a great fan base out there, and uh, one of your fans requested this. Hey. I, I would have never thought of this, so we're going to do that one. It's yeah. a, it's not that well-known. Yeah, yeah. She, she says, oh, it's great for Island Time. I said, all right, cool. We'll oh, check that's it awesome. Out. Yeah. All right, DK on duty. It's Island Time on the Sting, and for you Facebook folks, I hope you enjoyed. We did a little live thing. It wasn't that entertaining, but I hope I hope you enjoyed <laughs> our little thing we did in the group and the party page. And thanks to Linda Rob host, co-hosting the party chat. I, I I can't even keep up with all the comments. It's just all kinds of people, and we got these great. Partridge family, uh, David Cassidy fans that have chimed, chimed in and joined the party tonight because of you, Johnny.
3: Oh, the Partridge family fans. I love you guys. I think I love you guys. <laughs> I think I love you. <laughs> yeah. Elaine King, I know you're out there. Elaine King, no relation. but No relation. As far as I know.
2: <laughs> um, we had a request. What, what's the girl's name? C- Carrie, I think. Carrie, yeah. Holler back. Yes. Yeah. She, she wanted to hear a David song called love in bloom tell me about this song because i'm not sure i remember this one you know this is a song that doesn't get played
3: too often uh it's from higher they climb and it was co-written david co-wrote it with richie Fure, who was one of the founding members of buffalo Springfield. springfield right and they were friends they hung out and um great tune i think this is a great tune from that album Anything else about it? Is it <laughs> what else about it? Uh, no, uh, I I think no, I don't okay. have anything else about it. End there, of story.
2: Then we're going to do Sunshine, which is a favorite of Johnny's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the first it t- is. The first time you were on the show, you were like, "You got to play Sunshine." <laughs> <laughs> Did I? It's yeah. from the crossword puzzle album. Yes, one of the last albums. And then I'm going to play one of my favorites. My favorite album of all is Sound Magazine. Oh yeah. Whenever I play Sound Magazine, it just takes me back to uh, sixth grade or that you know, perfect moment, playground and yeah you know yeah. all that kind of stuff summer days is the song i got so let's do it a little triple play here uh in honor of johnny rave miller's visit to island time tonight it, it's become an annual fun thing here all right. yeah it has let's check it out love and bloom mm-hmm.
11: Step bruised and battered. Well, empty pockets just staring at the moon. Did you give the best you had, but your best just wasn't good enough? Are you feeling you ain't mad enough? Look out, pal, cause it sure, sure gets rough When that sun's coming over your shoulder And who had you wanna hold her When your love's in blue But she's got no more room for you When your love's in blue gonna do when that sun's coming over your shoulder And knew how you wanna hold her did she kick you out in the gutter for another yes yeah, and you're down so low your nose is dragging in the sand That's why says hard when you're in love alone. And love, she's just up and gone. Look out, power, show, show, gotta be strong when that sun's coming over your shoulder. And do how you wanna hold her when that sun's coming over your shoulder. I hold her. When your love's in blue, but she's got enough more room for you. It's when your love's in blue, but she's got no more room for you. It's what are you, you gonna do when that whole sun's coming over your shoulder. hold her When that sun's coming over your shoulder And knew how you want to hold her When that sun's coming over your shoulder and knew how you want to hold her When your love's in blue but she's got no more room for you when you're room for you yes when learn in blue she's got no more room for you yes when love's in I've got the sun shine in my hands you got the Sun shine in your hands we've got the sun shine in our hands, now let it shine all over this land. You got to love the one
4: another. Whoa, shine, shine on your brother,
11: and the whole world will discover in the arms of every woman and man. You got the sun shine in our hands, I've got the sun. In my hands you've got the sun one another will shine shine on your brother and the whole world will discover in the arms of everyone
2: Is the parched family from the sound magazine album uh I think most fans and critics would agree that that was their pinnacle album, yeah, I think sound you're right. magazine and I noticed uh, when David was recording it in later years we saw some footage that was like framed on the wall, so I think he was a it was a proud moment he talked about that album um. He, he made a
3: couple of comments that any of the first three albums, there could be an argument made for it being the best album. And you know, you know as well as I do, critics, for the most part, feel that Sound Magazine was their greatest yeah. album.
2: It seemed, yeah. it seemed like everything they were trying to achieve, everything came together. Just came together. The writing, the singing, the production. The, the timing. The timing. Yeah, everything.
3: Yeah, yeah. That song, Summer Days, that is, that's one of my faves, too. Just a great
2: tune. And you know how when you hear a song, sometimes you can... Maybe you don't remember a story necessarily, but it takes you to a place. Mm -hmm. I see my playground. I love that. At at my elementary school. Yeah. As soon as I see it. I get it. Or hear it, I should say. Crazy. I get it. Sunshine.
3: Well, we talked about that. That's uh, Johnny's favorite, yeah. Yeah, that takes me back to the the day in the store uh, when I was only allowed to pick one record. Mom (laughs) said, pick one, and that's the one I picked. Every time I hear that song, I think of her. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I uh, yeah, I remember
2: those days. Oh, you you got money for one album? Oh. <laughs> one album only? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, it's got to be saved on sale. In quarters. Yeah, it's got to be on sale. All right, we'll be back after this. We still got a little bit more to go tonight on our special show. And by the way, Love and Bloom was going out to who again? What was her name? Carrie Hollerback. All right, that's going out to you, Carrie. Home stretch time of the show. We still got time for a little bit more tonight on Island Time, a very special edition.
0: Hey, it's Linda Robb, the Island Time Radio Promo Girl. There's no better place that I'd rather be on Monday nights than listening to DK on Island Time Radio and hanging out with my friends in the party chat room. And look in my direction. I caught it in my hands today. I finally made a tricky French connection. You winked and gave me your okay. I'll take you on a trip beside the ocean and drop the top of Chesapeake Bay. Ain't nothing like the sky, no. Back and observe the constellations and watch the moon smiling bright. i play the radio on Southern stations. Cause Southern bells are hell at night. You say you came to Baltimore from Ole miss a class of seven four gold rain. The Eastern moon looks ready for
2: That is Moonlight Feels Right from 1976, one of my all-time favorites. In fact, Bruce Blackman, who was the guy singing that, and the main guy in the band, wrote a book about his stories leading up to that song, and uh, I met him, I interviewed him on Island Time a few times, and uh, he let me write a little review of the book, and my little intro is on the front cover of the book. No kidding. So check it out. Bruce Blackman, Moonlight Feels Right. It's funny because I love that song so much and I never thought I would ever find out what happened to these guys and then he started recording again. We started playing them on Island Time and it's it's all come full full circle, really cool stuff.
3: Wow. That
2: is from seventy six. Chicago was in there, call on me, one of my favorite apes from those guys. And a little while ago we had summer days. It's getting to be late, Johnny, and we're we're actually uh time flies. We're thinking, we're thinking about after the show tonight. So show yeah. So
18: show hey, Ziggy Zaga
1: Ziggy Zaga Hoy hoy hoy.
11: Ziggy-zaggy, ziggy Hoy, hoy, hoy. Mike Mad Dog <laughs>
2: Adams. He normally is up at Puddin' Bay doing that for everybody. Oh, but yeah? uh, he's not there yet. He's being cautious. Yeah. So being we'll ho- careful. Hopefully soon. We got time for a couple of more. And uh, Linda, our promotional girl, Linda Robb, she wanted to hear this one. And uh, I almost forgot about Pablo Cruz. How could we forget? Yeah. Can't leave them out. I remember this song. I was... Uh, Let me see, I was 15 years old, and I was dating this girl, and she loved Pablo Cruz. And so I saved up all my money, and I bought the Pablo Cruz album at J.P. Snodgrass. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that place? (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) It was like a record store slash head shop <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was only five bucks so oh. I said here we go and I, I so proudly came over there with that Pablo Cruz album. that's what I always think of when I hear that that's you know, funny. All, all these songs bring back they just take them.
3: you back to a spot yeah a particular place
2: this is the summer of 77 on this one what you gonna do Pablo Cruz they were kind of trap rock before there was trap rock on Island Time.
4: You. Even though we knew I couldn't stay But baby,
11: remember I'll be back September But till then
2: We went out with a bang there, Johnny. I tell you what, <laughs> we just went crazy. It again. couldn't
3: be more perfect than that.
2: <laughs> that was Come On Get Happy. You know that song. Yeah, yes. Come On Get Happy, which Parts is something we all theme. need to do these days. Yes, exactly. Moonlight Feels Right was in there, Starbucks. Call on me, Chicago. You can do magic. Julie, 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 do you love me? Bobby From Sherman. Bobby Sherman. <laughs> right. Bobby Sherman is on Island Time tonight. What? We have gone crazy. I'll tell you what. <laughs> a little crazy is good for the soul. <laughs> That's right. And uh, that's it. That's going to that's gonna do it. I hope you enjoyed the show, folks. A little little, little bit off our normal uh, trap rack, but we had a good time. Johnny, it was a blast. thanks so much. And you mentioned to me that this coming September, September 25th, is September it? September 25th. That's the right date, 1970s, 50 years. 50th anniversary of the Partridge family. Since the debut. And there was all kinds of uh, things that were supposed to happen that are kind of on hold now, sadly. Yeah, of the
3: yeah, the virus has pushed everything back. But, yeah, there was going to be a... Uh, some hopeful Partridge family uh, reunions at conventions. Uh, David Cassidy is going to be getting a star on the Las Vegas Walk of Stars. Okay. Uh, and that is postponed. And um, fans are doing tributes all over the place. Uh, and all of it, because of the virus, is postponed. Uh, so it'll all happen. It just isn't going to
2: happen on the 50th. Right. You were telling me too, in upstate New York every year they do this and I was actually thinking about checking this thing out yeah it's a it's like a david Cassidy, partridge family uh, uh, legacy thing legacy, and they do live music yeah all, all they weekend, have they got a thing.
3: band and uh you know it's a blast. I went for the first time last last year, yeah,
2: and uh it was good times and it's like for a couple nights and mm-hmm. uh, i mean it's it's a party you know yeah drinking and
3: yeah they got a tribute band, and Rockin these, these guys could play all kinds of different stuff. Um, That's awesome. you know, they played a lot of Partridge family because it was a Partridge family David cassidy thing, but but they had all kinds of stuff that they did. Uh, in fact, speaking of Bobby Sherman, the guy who who sang Bobby Sherman from this tribute band is just he was perfect. Really? he was a dead ringer, okay. yeah,
2: yeah and Johnny mentioned I'll throw this on the air. What the heck? Johnny mentioned to me off the air. He would like to come back in September and maybe do something on that 50th anniversary work week. If you guys would like, yeah. What do you think, you guys? We only do this once a year normally, but if you if you think that would be fun, I would love to do it. And, oh uh, man, I think it'd be a blast. Love to have Johnny on. Maybe we get Jeff Pike on the phone again. Or something. Oh Jeff's yeah, a big fan. Yeah. So so let us know. All right, we got a few months to talk about it. All right, we'll be back next Monday for another Great Island Time. We've got uh, John McDonald is going to be visiting us in the studio, and also. John Baldwin—that's his name, right? John Baldwin, new artist. We're going to have a phone interview with him on next week's Island Time. Johnny Ray Miller, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. for Oh, being thanks here. for having me. This was always a blast. Fin's up to you, and uh, for, or what's a good partridge family for Fin's up? Uh, oh. just, come on, get happy, Johnny. <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> there we go. Thanks for being here.